The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Gitin. Masechet Gitin has been sponsored by our good friend and loyal Talmud of the Dafayomi, Mr. Haimi Dana, and his dear wife, Hashem Ishmael Mechayim. He has dedicated this Masechet according to the following principle. Our rabbis tell us that when you learn something, it can avert that item from happening. So we'd like to learn the Masechet Gitin, so it will remain in the theory of learning and never come to fruition in actuality. And therefore it should be blessed, him and his dear wife, and all of Klal Yisrael, with Shalom Bayit, and Atzlachan Harvacha, Bechol Ma'asei Yedehem, Amen. Today's Abbas being studied in the Nishmat Morazakini Yosef ben Sarah, and Marat Zakinati Yafabat Sarah. Rabbi Abraham ben Esther, Ruch Hashem Tereham began Eden, Amen. Hashem Ema, Moshe Medina, Sarah, Ruchama, Batrachem, Sarah, Batrachem, Enna Refanahem, Enna Refanahem, Fata Nefesh, Ufata Guf, Ufata Nkarabadabo. Begin Yirasun, Venomar, Amen. We begin today's daf on Het Amud Bet. And uh, we are going to start, uh, we'll start with a uh, three lines from the bottom or four lines from the bottom. But let's just go review outside first exactly the sugya that we are involved in. Uh, we started the sugya at the two dots. A person tells his evid. Uh, he uh, says on the star that atzmach uh, kinuim lach. He tells him, uh, "You are to yourself," which is I mean, uh, another way of saying he's freeing his evid kanani and nechasai. Uh, and my assets are going to belong to you as well. Two separate statements. So the Eved is bringing his star, the Git, and we said he has to say no different than a lady that brings her Git, doesn't say However, now what does that do with the it uh, allows the star now to be verified. That makes a Qiyum to the star, and therefore if the owner is going to come and be Me'ar'ir, He's going to come and question the veracity of the start. The Farai Nechtam and the Farai Nechtam koshes the start up and also uh, verifies it that it was written the Shema. Uh, one of the laws of a get, not only of a lady, but the law of a get shihrur, a freedom document for an Evit Kranit, has to be written the Shema, meaning for the Adon that's freeing and for the Evit that is being freed. Good. So the, the Halakha says like this. He comes along and says, B'fanai nechtam, b'fanai nechtam. For which of these two statements is B'fanai nechtam, b'fanai nechtam acceptable? So the Gebaras is it's accepted for his own freedom. Because the rabbis were lenient to trust him, one guy, one witness, to verify Ashtar for his own sake. The Gebaras is going to tell us later on, they were lenient. It's a leniency that they did, because normally you can only make him Ashtar with two witnesses. But for an Evit Kanani to gain his freedom, they allowed even himself to be believed. But for the money... Meaning the other part of the star, the chasai, then we have the regular din of kim shtarot with mamon. Kim shtarot, you need two. So therefore he's not going to be uh, believed. That was the din of uh, the Gemara. Everybody accepted that. Then the Gemara went to a question. A little more uh, complicated. Not when there's two statements. <laughs> two statements, no question, you can split it. I can tell you, on this statement is believed, and on this statement is not believed. But what about when it's all one statement? The Gemara's question was, Ibayadehu. 
Now, kol nechasai includes everything, all the assets, including the Evid himself. Keep in mind, the Evid is an asset. And therefore, technically, in that one statement, it includes all the assets to go to the Evid, and that the Evid will also get his freedom. So the question is over here, a famous uh, uh, discussion throughout Shas, are you able to split the uh, to split the statement, to split the star, so to speak. Which means, I, will I say that when it says Konechasai, for one part of Konechasai is believed, but for the other part of Konechasai is not believed. Meaning, for himself, who's included in Konechasai, the Befanai Nechtav will be believed. But for the other assets that he should acquire, he will not be believed. So Rava actually came along and said, yes indeed, we subscribe to the opinion that says Palgin and Dibura, and therefore you could split the one statement, that for this part, for himself, it's believed, for himself to go free, but not for the asset. So the Gemara then said, who is Rava going like? Where do we see this opinion in Shas, in the Tanaim, that go with this Shita of Palgin and Dibura? So the Gemara found it. That's what we begin today. Amal Rava, Keman, who are you going like? Kirabi Shimon. It's coming like Rabbi Shimon, the Amar Pangina de Bura. That you're able to split the star into two separate parts, so to speak, and you judge each part of the star separately. Ditnan and learn to the Mishnah in Masakat Pea. Hakotev ko nechasav leavdo. Which means a guy writes, all my nechasim are going to belong to you. He was writing it to the Ayyavid. Yatsa ben Hodin. So the Ayyavid goes out free because he is part of the nechasim. There's no argument on that case. However, shiir karka kol shihu. If let's say the owner, he held back. Karka kol shihu. A piece of karka for himself. Or for that matter, that she says, any asset. Karka is not dafka. So then already... Let's say he wrote in the Shad, Nechasai Kinuim Lach Chutz Medavar Peloni. Might accept uh, for, uh, for this item. Lo Yatsa bin Horim. He does not go out. Why? Because since the uh, owner did not write Nefirushim the Shad, Atzmecha, he wrote Atzmecha, there's nothing to talk about. But he didn't write Atzmecha Venechasai. He just wrote, Kol Nechasai Kinuim Lach Chutz Medavar Peloni. And he showed us that he really doesn't want to. Give the Ayyavid anything, everything. Means he, he's holding back, he was Mishayir. Right? He held, a, he held back on uh, some of it, uh, Mixat, part of it. So therefore, we can say, according to Rabbi Meir, which is the opinion of this uh, statement, that he's also holding back a little on the Ayyavid itself. And therefore, when he said, Kol Nechasai, he didn't mean Kol Nechasai, that was just to, to placate the Ayyavid, to make him feel good. Oh, I'm giving you everything. He wasn't planning on giving him anything. On the contrary, uh, he's holding back. So the deen on that case was He does not go he does not go free. That's the way uh, that she explains. Now once he doesn't go free, incidentally he gets nothing either. So he doesn't get any of the uh, of the properties. So it's a catch twenty two of it. He loses uh, his own freedom and he doesn't get any of the assets. Now because uh, basically the rule is uh, <laughs> so you can't give him anything as long as he's still alive you cannot give him any acquisitions because everything he gets is just going to go back to the uh, to the owner good now 
you're going to say, so why would he give him a shtar like this? So I told you that. She said, just to make the guy uh, figure, ah, I love you so much, I'm giving you everything. So the guy feels good, even though te- halachically it really has no, uh, have no bearings. It might make him feel good uh, for a little while. Okay. Now, good. So now the issue is like this. It sounds like according to the Bimi'ir, at least what we're understanding now, the Bimi'ir, the reason why this doesn't work over here, because uh, we're not saying over here the rule of Palginan, which means he holds over there when it comes to Shtarot, it's either all or nothing. The first case was all. He's free. All the Nekasim go. In this case over here, it's nothing. That's the Bimir. The Bishamon comes along and says, Le'olam hu ben Horim. Which means even if the Adon was Mishayir, a certain uh, property, he said, Chutzmedavar Ploni. Why? Because we say that he was Mishayir, that item. Don't touch the Ayavid. And therefore you can split. You can come along and say, right? Don't touch the don't, don't touch the, the item and just leave the, the leave the evidence intact. Now look at Ashi. The olam who ben chorim, the mai de galay galay. What he specified, he specified. Who mai de lo galay, lo galay. And then what he didn't specify, he didn't specify. Ad shiyomar gemara kol nechasay nituim leploni avdi. Unless he says all my assets are going to be given to such and such a slave, chutz mehad mirbuya shibahin. Unless he says you know, except for one percent, uh, let's say whatever it makes, you know, a certain percentage of it. So now what does that do? Look at Ashi. Ad shiyomar stam chutz medavar muat velo yifaresh mau mishayir. He doesn't. He doesn't explain what he's leaving over. I can say that's that's the evidence itself. Even though he's much more than that, he's considering like a one uh, one ten thousandth of his assets. Even though the, the, the evidence might be a little more than that, I forgot the shavit Even though he might be worth more than that. Now here's the key that we're focusing on the following lines of Rashi now. Le'olam hu ben Horin, he's always free. Keywords, Le'olam. That means in every case, the Eved goes free. Ashmi'inan, lo shina'echa dekanash anechasim emor. Not only when he was koneh, all the nechasim, kigon shepiresh, ashiyur shashir, utzmekar kaploni, which means, if the guy said, all my nechasim are going to be acquired to you, except for this karka. Okay, so everything goes to the Eved, including his freedom, including all the card, except that item. That's not a din of Palgina. That's everything that's being uh, worked over there. That's what it says. However, here's the key. What's the case where he's not going to be Konesh Shem Karka. He didn't say and specify the Karka. He says, you know what? You clean everything of my assets except for two acres of land. Now you didn't specify where the two acres of land are. And therefore, lo kana shum karka. Why? Because there was no specificity in that case. But he himself is going to go free because he's not karka. He didn't leave Alma Palginan Devura. That's the case over there where you see the Bishim on Pagina Why? He didn't say anything about the He just said Kon Nechasai and we're splitting it. The doesn't work. The it does. 
דעת נמד כעמת עצמו קנה נכסים לו קנה כלבי שמעון צביל הלך and you that say the same thing דבר that when your guy wrote כל נכסי כאילו אם נעק you must subscribe also to the opinion of רבי שמעון, so that's what we found, Allah is going with רבי שמעון לגבי פרגינה, so again, crystallizing in your minds the case where we're seeing פרגינה in רבי שמעון, it's not in the writer, it's not in the משנה, it's from a דיוק in the משנה that says לעולם, from the fact that it says לעולם, that she tells us the case must be told, but even where the guy comes along and says, everything is yours, except two acres, I'm giving you an example, right? So when it comes to the land now, we don't know what to do with the land now. We can't give it today because every two acres now is in, uh, in question. So the land doesn't go. But he himself, no three. That's a classic case of what? Palginan. Kol nechasai. For you it works. For the land, it doesn't. Allah, you must hold of that shita. Comes the Gemara and says, Ve'amad of Yosef, bar min Amar of Nahman, Afalpi shekiles, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, even though uh, Rabbi Yosef praised Rabbi Shimon, meaning he liked his uh, opinion with the Palginan, but still, he took Rabbi Meir that's going to say in that case, which means, we're understanding that Rabbi Meir in the same case is going to say, you know, once already, uh, you tell me that the Kaka doesn't go, so the Eva doesn't go as well. Now, if Rabbi Ahmad is telling me we go like Rabbi Meir, so therefore, how Rava could you go like Rabbi Shimon? That's against the halacha. And how do you know that Rabbi Nachman praised Rabbi Shimon? The Tanya. When Rabbi Shimon Shita was sent from Rabbi Yosei, he said the following pasuk, which means we kiss the lips of the one that says such beautiful Hadushim. The one that's able to respond straight, uh, straight words, proper words. He praised them, but still what? He still went like Rabbi Meir. So now the Gemara goes on a side point. You're telling me that Rav Nachman obviously does not subscribe to Palginan because he, you know, he liked Rabbi Shimon's logic, but he didn't go with him. I'm going to show you Rav Nachman in another place that actually does subscribe to Palgina. Now, Umi Amar of Nachman Ache, Ve'amar of Yosef Ben Menyumi, Amar of Nachman, Shechiv Merah. Let's discuss what a Shechiv Merah is. That's the guy who's on his deathbed. Now, a Shechiv Merah, uh, the rabbis gave uh, uh, leniencies uh, regarding to a Shechiv Merah, that uh, before he dies, he's able to, you know, gift his assets to whoever he wants, the rabbis didn't even make him write a shtar. Because they were worried that if the guy is going to start thinking that his words are not going to be fulfilled, uh, so therefore he's going to get crazy and he's going to die. So therefore they said, whatever Shekhi Mera says on his deathbed, his words are considered as if they are written. But now the Gemara gives a, a similar case. Shekhi Mera, Shekatav ko nechasav na'amdo. It's even better. He even wrote his nechasim, to his Ayvid, and he wanted to give everything. He gifted all his stuff to the Ayvid. Ve'ahamad, and now what? He got better. So now the question is, what do we do? He gifted it to him already. Now by the way, when you're gifting him all his assets, you're including himself. So he, the guy went free. Monday, the guy was just Shechid Merah. He told me, you know what? Everything belongs to you, including yourself, because that's what's included. And now what? Tuesday morning, the guy got better. So now the question is, well, is there refunds on the money? He only gave it to him because he was a What about himself? Does he go back to becoming a... Slave. So the Gemara says, 
he can retract and get, get his money back. However, but he doesn't get back the Ebed. Ebed remains free. Why? Because it's a matana of a shchiv mirah. And uh, the deen is that he only gave the matana because he thought he was going to die. And now he's not dying anymore. So therefore the deen is, he can retract. He can take that back. However, And why not? Which means, already once in the street, they're calling him a free man. Over someone, who's the one the guy's going to have his uh, slave clothes on again? Tell me what's going on with you. Uh, you became a slave again? Which is already, they were allowing him to marry. You get married into the, to, to the people. You start changing his uh, status. Once already the guy's a shem bin Holim, you can't put the guy back in. But what do you see over here? He's splitting. He's splitting. Which means the guy's words are uh, believed. Right? It's believed the Gabayim, but it's not believed the Gabayim. The assets. Oh, so now we're back to the question. The question then is, Yurava. You tell me you go like Rabbi Shimon. Beautiful. Only problem is, Rav Nachman went like Rabbi Meir. But at the same time, Rav Nachman says Palginan. So we got to square Rav Nachman off of here. How could you take Rabbi Meir and still hold like Palginan? Which is till now, we're understanding Rabbi Meir doesn't hold to this Palginan business. Because it was the Rabbi Meir that said, either everything goes, or nothing goes. And you held like that. And now you tell me about the Shkid Merah case, split it. So we got we to understand Rav Nachman first. Once we understand Rav Nachman, then we'll put Rava where he's supposed to be put. So Rav Asher comes and helps us with Rav Nachman. Amar... Rav Asher, El Amar Rav Asher, Hatama and Utama, Mishum Delav Krut Gitahu. Before we read the Rashi over here, let's get the basics where we're going to understand it. You know what? I can tell you, maybe the Bimir holds of Pagina. The reason why over there where he said, where the guy holds back, right? He didn't specify Evid. He would have specified Evid, meaning you're free, it's gone. Everybody agrees that Evid goes free. Here, he said, all my nechassim are to you. Which includes two items, Evid and nechassim. Since he held back a little, he held back a little on the karka, the bimir holds, it's not going to allow the slave to go free. Why? Because when you free a slave, it has to be without any strings. It's got to be a total break. It's got to be a kitty toot. We learned that from a get. By get, a lady. It says, And we know that whatever laws apply to a, or most of the laws that apply to a get of a lady, apply to a get of a avid. Because it says, La, La. We have a gizra shava, La, La. And one of the things we compare is why it's got to be a kiritud. It has to be conclusive. It has to be in totality. So therefore, the bimir can hold pavina. He just holds in this case when you're holding back a little. So we look at it as maybe you're holding back a little from the slave himself. You're not giving him a full uh, full cut. On top of it, the Ritva does point out that the Torah's uh, vernacular, Torah compares avadim to karkaot. And Ebed Kenani has a deen of karka. So especially when the guy says, you know, Hutzmik Karkazu, could be putting the shoot in the guy himself. So therefore, he's not free totally. So therefore, you could hold like the Bimi'ir, because it has to be a conclusive break. But you, you can hold like the Bishimon that says what? Palginan. So therefore, I'll tell you, Rav Nachman is consistent. He likes the Bimi'ir when it comes to the Knut business. He likes the Bishimon when it comes to, uh, you know, Palginan, general, generally, which is in the case where it's a clear break, like the case of Rabah. 
the case of Rabbi said, Kol Nechasai, everything. Did he hold back anything? No. So even the Bimir will agree in that case, everything, there was no strings held back, it's, it's, it's a kiddie And that's what Rabbi was saying. That when the guy says, Kol Nechasai, Atzmo Kana, but Nechasim lo Kana, not because of any, because of the Kiyum issue. Nechasim, because you need two to Mekayem, but the Gaber, the Paniran, you'll say, and everybody can agree to such a case. Now let's read this in Nashu. Hatam, the Amal of Nachman, Halakha Kerebi Meir, Ta'ama Lab Mishum de lo Pagin and Deburahu. That's not the reason. The reason is not because we don't say Pagina. Well, let's say the guy actually, even according to the Meir, he said this Karka. He specified the Karka that he's being Meshayir. There it's not Pagina Deburah because all the Karka should go to the Evid, including himself. And still, Ka'amar Bimir, Telo Yatsale Harut. And that's not a Pagina anymore. You understand why it's not a Pagina law? Because there, all the Karkat should go to him, and, in the, and he himself should acquire himself. Because the guy specified the and still the Bimir says, David doesn't go free. So we're not working with a Pagina, we're working with something else. Ella, what are we working with? It's not a cut. It's not a cut. It's got to be a You left something back You see the guy is interested in Holding something by him The evidence himself is not written in the Ishtar He didn't say Atzmecha He said Atzmecha, no question He said Nechasai Nechasai is including everything in one statement And the guy held back on those uh, assets However, which is over here like the case of I was talking about. Is there any shoot in that case? Everything. Is he mishayering anything? No. It is a kiritut latzit. And he's free. Right? The shuv eno yachod lahzor. That's actually in the case of the Shechimera. In the case of the Shechimera, that once the Shechimera gave him his freedom, he didn't want anything back. The guy's free. Oh, the only deen is in the Shechimera, he's allowed to retract, then he gets better. That's a separate deen in the Shechimera. But in a regular case of a healthy guy, the case of Rava was talking about, It is a cut, why? Because in the, in the case of Rav, what did it say? Kol nechasai kinuim lach. Everything. You, the nechasim, everything. And therefore what? Nehi nechasim lo kana. That's very technical why the nechasim are not kone. Deba'inen kiyum. Aval asmo kana devagina debura. So therefore, in conclusion, Rav holds of pagina debura. We have no problem that he's holding like pagina. Even though Rav Nachman was posik like Rabbi Meir, that was a different deen. That's the deen of that you need a krut. Even the Rabbi Meir will agree that when it's a full cup or any shiur, even the Rabbi Meir will say, you could say Padginan. For example, in the case of the Shechid Merah, that Rav Nachman subscribed to that in the case of the Shechid Merah, where it was a full break on the Evid, but the Nechassim did not go because the Shechid Merah is able to 
retract after he gets better. And in the case of Rava, certainly, where the guy said, Kol nechasai, when it was a clean break on the Eved, it's just that you can't give him the nechasim on a bifanai nechtav, because he's only one witness. So therefore, but in the if you make kiyum shtarot, then he would get the uh, he got the other assets as well. That's the uh, sugya of uh, that we're saying over here. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, a guy brings a get uh, isha in Eretz Yisrael from Eretz Yisrael. Does he have to say b'fanai nechtam b'fanai nechtam? No. In Eretz Yisrael, we said in Eretz Yisrael. Is Baki uh, Nishma. They're all Baki in Nishma. And especially if it's intra, you don't have to worry about Shayrat Mitzvah because everybody is uh, traveling in Israel. So therefore, you don't have to say the Fananikhtam and Fananikhtam. But that doesn't uh, clear you. The Mishnah said, Let's say somebody comes now and is Me'orid. Somebody comes, we don't know who yet, but somebody comes and challenges the veracity of the Shtar. Now, since you want Mikayem it yet, so what do you have to do? So the deen of the Mishnah was, Yitkayem Ashtar Bechotamav. How do you Mikayem Ashtar? So either the witnesses themselves have to surface and come along and say, that's our signature, or two other witnesses come along and say, we know the signatures over here. Okay, that, 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 that's the way we do it. The question is in the Gemara, in Yesh Alav Oredim, who's challenging the Ashtar over here? So the Gemara begins. How many people are coming to challenge the Shad? Maybe you'll tell me, one guy. One guy is coming and saying it's a forge. You don't value an Ur unless it's minimum two people. So one guy coming along to say it's a forge, not mean nothing to us. The Shad is going to remain valid. So that cannot be the case. The Ela Ur Tre. Oh, so you're going to tell me it's the Ur of two, two guys are coming along to say forge. So then Then already it's two against two. Why? Because once you bring the two guys now to come and verify, so now already you have two guys verifying, two guys saying it's a fake. What do you do with that? That's two against two. And therefore, my Hazid the Who told you to rely on the the two that are verifying, rely on the two that are forging, which is two against and therefore what should you do in that case? It's a push. And therefore the get should be invalid, put the lady on hazakah, she's eshet ish, and therefore no good. Again, I repeat this side of the equation. Two people are trying to be out air. What does that mean? Two people are coming up to say, well, the get is a forge. So what would you do in that case right there? Two people come say it's a forge, you get two uh, people to come along and prove the veracity of the witnesses. Good. So now what do you have? Two against two. So what are you saying? You're going to really trust the two witnesses <coughs> that prove the, that, 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 that verify the signatures, and the two guys that question it are not believe. Why? why? Who, who told you to believe the second two more than the first two? So it's two against two. So what are you going to do in the case of two against two? Status quo. What's the status quo over here? She's Eshet Ish. Hazaka. And therefore what? That cannot be the case also. I need a case where you have Ur, and the Qiyum is going to validate the Shtar where she's considered divorced. One guy cannot make an error. Two guys, it's a push, it's two against two. So what's the case? Comes the Gemara and says, Ela de Baal. Which we understood the whole time, and she said it in the Mishnah, so therefore we understood this from the beginning. It's talking about the husband makes the error. The husband himself, he's the Baal Davar, he's the guy that they're talking about. So when he comes, even though he's one guy, his error, his questioning, they say that the get is a forge, or was it in the Shema, whatever he's claiming, that already is believed. 
And therefore, you're going to have to mekayim it b'chotama. So it's one, but the husband specifically. Now, only problem is with this, the lashor of the Mishnah is a little difficult because it says, im yesh alav orerin. It's plural. It's not orerin really. It's really one that's talking about the husband. And if I just want to say, sometimes the lashor of the Mishnah orerin is used by uh, one. But that's uh, okay. As you have to say that, otherwise, and that's why that she. If you look in the Mishnah, the bit on Orerin, he was bothered. It seems with that question. That's why that she had to tell us in the Mishnah shehabal me'adereshumizuyaf. Kenanei was bothered when you read the word Orerin, you're going to think it's uh, you know two or three people coming. That's not good. So he says the Baal is, is, is claiming over here. Okay, we go to the next Mishnah. Hamevi get mimidinatayam. Okay, a guy brings a get from overseas. He cannot say, for some reason, he cannot say, We don't know why he can't say it. We'll see in the Gemara. Of course, if there's witnesses, Good, say, it with uh, the witnesses. Now we're going to make comparisons, whether it's a get of a lady or it's a get to free a slave. Shavu the laws apply, like we learned in the first Mishnah, whether you're bringing from Chutz to Eris Yisrael, or Eris Yisrael to Chutz Ta'aris, you have to say, Befanai Nechtab on both, and Befanai Nechtab. Hamosin the Gemara will analyze uh, this point. Furthermore, This is one of the similarities between the two documents. That what? That what? You have to say, Befanai Nechtab, uh, coming from Israel, coming from Hotzar, uh, it's both uh, situations, like we'll see in the Gemara. My Enu Yachol Lomar. Now, what does it mean, Enu Yachol Lomar? The guy can't say. Why can't he say it? Say Bifanayin Why can't he say it? Now, Enu Yachol, we don't want to learn the case of Tomar, he can't say because he wasn't there. Definitely, he wouldn't use the words Enu Yachol in such a case. Enu Yachol's Mashma. That he has like a, says, uh, he doesn't have the ability to say it. He saw it, but he just can't uh, have the ability. So it says, Maybe I can't talk. Can't he bring it? The guy's a mute. But he could oh, so that's the last question. Hairesh brought it to you, Gitao? Can Hairesh be a shaliyah to bring a get? Detnan, batinan. Hakol keshtin david to get chutz. Mechairesh, you have to have da'at to be a shaliyah. So that can be the case. Amar of Yosef. Early in the he gave it up when he was a pikeah. And if he gave it up before he got a chance to say before he became a hadith. Now your only option is what? You have to make a kiyum. Maybe we learn from Tosafot or we learn to deen from this case. And here you see that you're allowed to say after the netina within the you know the shalom alecher uh, be that uh, few second uh, window over there. I suppose you might have thought that you have to say it you know before you give it or as you're giving it. Come on, you can give it and then say what happened in this case. We would say it would be good if the guy would have said it after he gave it. The only problem is he became a hadish. So therefore you see that the Tukhid and Yibur law applies. In any event, that's the case of the Mishnah. Comes the Gemara and continues. Okay. Two story. Echad gitin ashim v'achad shukhna v'adim. Tanur banan. Beshkoshad dinachim shavu gitin ashim v'shechnuleh avadim. In three uh, situations, uh, they're similar. 
שעבור למוליך ולמביא. Which means just like a person brings a gift from Medinat Hayam, yes, same for Nechtam, for Nechtam, so to the Mele Tekanat, that a shtar, Shekharu, that's coming from Medinat Hayam. Now, it's the same reasons, by the way. Just like uh, we said by a git, according to Rabbi, you have two reasons why you have to say before Nechtam, before Nechtam. What's the two reasons? Lishma. Since in Medinat Hayam, they're not Baki, Lishma. So the concern is what? That we don't know if they wrote it with the right kavanah. So if I say, how is that going to solve the lishma issue? So according to Shittat Ashi, when the Shariah says, it was written in front of me, they're going to ask him, oh, you saw it written in front of you? Was it written lishma? He'll then say, yes, and then the lishma issue will be taken care of. A get of a, uh, it also has to be written lishma, or lishmo. So therefore, you need to say, in order to solve that issue. As a furthermore, you have the issue of shayarot. Which means, Rabah ite de Rabah. And therefore, when you're going from Chutz Haaretz to Eretz Yisrael, you're concerned, or vice versa, you're concerned that what is no, uh, there's no travelings. Yeah. And simple, since there's no travelings, you're not going to verify. So the Bifarai Nikhtab settles the verification. So that's what it means when it says, Shavule Mulichu Mevi, which means just like by a Get Nashim. You have to say Bifarai Nikhtab, Bifarai Nikhtab for those issues, so to buy a the same item has to be done as well. Now, the Hadush of here also is that we trust the Shaliyah. Even though there's only one witness. Now, I understand why you're trusting by a lady who wants to get married. Because we don't want to hold her. So I'll let one Shaliyah, even if it's her, Verify the get. Normally, with Rabbanan, you need to have two to verify. But the question is, what's the leniency? Why would we lenient by a Evid Kanaani? So there's two logics. Logic number one is, because as long as he's an Evid, he's not Hayav and Oldman's foot in the Torah. So he's being held back. So therefore, by allowing him to get free, you're now allowing him to Mikayim Oldman's foot. Furthermore, in this stage over here, he's actually stuck. He's not going to be able to get married to anybody. Why? Because he bought a gas shahrud, right? He might be free, he might not be free. To marry a shifha, he can't. And maybe he's still, uh, an, uh, maybe he's free. To marry a batholin, he can't. Maybe he's still in heaven. So therefore, the guy's not going to be able to get married in such a case over there. So Bimkom to allow the guy to get married, so therefore they were lenient that will even trust him to say in order to verify the document. So there's a reason. Just like there's a reason why a lady to be, that one should be believed, there's a reason why an Ayyad that we should believe there's one even though he's only one. Okay, that's um, that's that. Okay, now we continue. Comes the Gemara and continues. Vechol get sheesh alav et kuti basul. Any get, any document, mishtar that has on it a kuti, that's the converts uh, that converted. Uh, was a king, uh, king of Ashur, the king of Assyria, brought them <coughs> from a place called Kuta, and he brought them in the Shomron area of Eretz Israel. When the ten tribes were exiled, he needed to inhabit that land over there. Well, the animals were coming out, so he inhabited the land. <coughs> now, what happened was they eventually converted, but it's a machloket if their conversion is legitimate or not. One shita says they considered gerei arayot. Arayot mean lions. They only converted because the lions were coming out and beating them up and killing them, so therefore they converted. Others want to say that they were Gereh Emit. So the Gebeh, uh, this Shita, you have to say that we are talking about Gereh Emit. Otherwise, we're not going to allow them to sign any document. However, uh, Kutim are known to lie. They're not the most honest. 
So therefore, the Gemara says like this: Vechol get sheish alav edkuti pasul. Even though they get emet, but they're liars. However, chutz megitel nashim v'shehrure avadim, and the Gemara is going to explain why. Because the Chavarav, the liars, so what are you trusting him on uh, get Nashim? Uh, but we're lenient on that. Okay, that's that's uh, that's another similarity. And that third similarity is v'chol ashtarot ha'olim be'arkaot shel ovde kochavim. Very interesting alakai. Any star that comes out of a secular court, afal pishe chotmen or deklim, even though the star is signed by Green. Kesherin. Let's read that sheet. What does that mean? Top line. So that she says, the law of the land is the law. Even though the litigants that we're discussing, the Malveh, the Loveh, the old Jews, but the document over here is written up in a secular court with Goim signatures on it, it's kashir. But a get that's written up in a secular court, signed by Goim, that the get was done, not good. Why? Which means the Goim are not in the Pirasha of Gitin. Uh, uh, Goy gets married, he wants to get divorced, he has to make a get? Of course not. He's not in the parashah. Gitin does not apply to them. Ve'o'il ve'lo shaykhe beturat gitin v'kidushin. They're not shaykh in the parashah. So anybody that's not shaykh in the parashah, gitin v'kidushin, can, his shtarot are not going to be valid. Why? <laughs> because uh, when you sign, right, let's, let, let, let's talk about Rabbi uh, Meir for a second. Rabbi Meir holds that when you have a get, what makes the get a get? The signatures. Remember we learned earlier in the Masechet, the Mahloka, the Bimi'ir, and the Bimi'ir, on what the validation of a get, where does it come from? The Bimi'ir says from the signatures. The Bimi'ir Azar, the Bimi'ir says it's from the Edemisira, from the witnesses that actually witnessed the star being given over. Now, this is going according to the opinion of the Bimi'ir, meaning you need the witnesses. The witnesses make the get. Now, if the witnesses are of Nekul Chavim, and of Nekul Chavim are not in the parasha of Gitin, so the Shtar is worthless over here. So that, if you have like Nabi and the Ahezer, I don't care who's in the Shtar. Technically, I could argue, who cares what's in the Shtar? The main thing is two Jews saw the, the giving over of the Shtar. So the Chavra, this statement is being made, Aliba, since the Goim are not in the parasha of Gitin, therefore the signatures cannot make the get. Oh, so you're going to ask me, are they in the parashah monetary? Right. So you tell me what a monetary star they can make? Yes, they are in the parashah monetary. Where do you see that? So that she points that out and says, Aval ala dinin, on the laws, nitztavu b'nenoah. Which is one of the seven mitzvot b'nenoah is, they got to set up a court system, and they have to do that, they have to make laws. Bechen shechlure avadim. Now, what's the reason why a goy cannot make a shechlure avadim? That's not a get, that's shechlure avadim. Because we learned already, la la. Whatever the law is by Yitin, so the law is by Shekhunah Vadim as well, and therefore it's going to be a Pasul as well, Pasul Deoraita, that is. Any Pasul that's Deoraita, like this is a Pasul Deoraita by Get Nashim, is going to be Pasul by Shekhunah Vadim. Comes the Gemara and says, Uchtivrer Bimi'ir, 
Now, according to the words of Rabbi Meir, Be'arba'a, you actually have an additional, different, I'm sorry, similarity between the two items, Gitim and Shahunavadi. What's that, guys? So, again, what says, Ha'omer, ten get ze li'ishti. Right? Guy tells his uh, Shaliyah, go give this get uh, to my wife. Vishtar shehurur ze le'avdi. And go give this uh, to uh, the shtar shehurur to my, uh, to the different case, two cases, shtar shehurur ze le'avdi. So he gave it to a Shaliyah. Right? So Shaliyah is going to uh, bring the get. So it says, Ratzal la'azur bishneem yahzur. Which means, he gave the get to the shaliyah. If he wants to back out, in either case, before it got to the hands of the lady, or it got to the ayavid, yahzur. He can retract. Now, look at uh, Rashi. yahzur. Why? Habimir holds that a get to a lady is a negative. It's better for a lady, more uh, beneficial for a lady to be married. For the simple reason, support. Right, when she's divorced, she doesn't get the support anymore. So therefore, it's a hov for the lady to receive this document. Similarly, we can argue that it's a hov for an avid to receive his get shi'rur. You have to keep in mind, as long as he's working, right, as long as he's working by the avid, by the adon, he has all the uh, benefits of uh, that. Okay, that, that part, uh, no, he has freedom of the mitzvah, but the sustenance, that's the monetary, he says, So therefore, that she says like this, Which means, we have a rule. I am not allowed to uh, cause a detriment to my friend without his knowledge. Let me tell you the other side, so you can be familiar with this halakha. Let's say somebody comes to me uh, and says, Rabbi, I want you to take this thousand dollars, I want you to be it for Mr. So-and-so. Not for me, I'm just being the, I'm the head. I'm, I'm just going to be, be it. Now, the moment I pick up this thousand dollars, we say it belongs to so and so. Why? Because the rule is zakhin le adam Since you can assume it's a zechut, it's a benefit for that guy to own a thousand dollars, so therefore I'm able to acquire it for him, right? Even without him knowing it. However, when it's a hove, when it's a, uh, a detriment, so I cannot, you know, be zocher something for my friend that's going to put him at a at a loss, at a detriment. So that she continues the case and says, Right, you can't make a shalia for a person, and that shalia is not going to cause you a loss. Unless he, Namash appointed him. You can't just do it on your own. Now, which means once already it was given uh, to the Shaliyah, 
that received it, already now the uh, the owner cannot uh, they cannot back out because the rabbi is looking at it as a zechut. The alpha pishelo asao ha eved shalia, which is even though the guy that's receiving it for the eved, the eved didn't appoint him, which is the eved has to appoint the uh, shalia to receive it. So what happened? Once the eved shalia receives the the document. Just like you have a shaliyah to bring the get, you have a shaliyah to receive the get, to accept it. Right. So the shaliyah now, once he accepts it, so already the court of the banan, it is done. Which means, because he holds zikhut for the ever to get this document. So that she speaks that out. Even though the ever did not make his shaliyah kabbalah, so we find out the Anan Sahadeh, because we can testify We could assume he didn't appoint him, he wants to go free. That's the rabbis, but the Rabbi says differently. Which is when that is Shaliyah comes along and gives it to the Shaliyah of the Evid, now the Shaliyah wasn't appointed. Now he just said, hey, you know this guy, Mr. Evid over there? Yeah, yeah, you do know me a favor? I want you to take this uh, get over here and Sharun and be Korefim. Rabbi Meir says, uh, no good. It's it's not it's not a shahrud. Which you, the, 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 the the owner can retract. It's not again until it gets to the hands of the evid itself. Why? Because in havim Adam Similarly, guy has a get for a wife. Right? He's going to the get. He sees guy. Do me a favor. Take this get over. Be maknet. You'll be shaliyah. Shaliyah kabala. for the lady. And the guy said, I'll give you a thousand dollars. I'm giving you a million dollars. He's getting free, whatever it is. The deen is, no, 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 no. It's not a get. Why? Because since the lady did not appoint the Shilak Kabbalah to receive it for her, the end, Hamin, the Adam, Shilobifanab, therefore the get is not a get until is communication between them. That's the people. So they were Shahruna Abadim. And Kitan Hashim are similar. In this uh, factor, good. It's hope. Both of them are hope. Now, back to the story here. According to the rabbis, how many similarities do we have? Three. Four. Four. Now, let's just speak outside for a second. Whenever the Gemara chooses, gives us numbers, we always have a problem with that. Because we don't have a count. So what do you have to tell me? Three, four, uh, count. I said, I don't have a count. So according to the rabbis, I understand what I had to tell me three similarities to exclude the similarity of the Bimir. Because they don't agree with that. Because they hold it to Zechut. Therefore, you can't count that. So, Bishlamal Rabbana Minyana Limeotehad Rabimir. But to be me, you go, you count them all. What are you coming to exclude? What do you have to say for? Kemara says, following case. You have a case over here. Edim, they're, uh, they don't know how to write. They don't know how to even sign their names. But they, 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 they're the Edim now. So, how do you get Edim that don't know how to write? To sign a get. So the Gemara says, According to the Gemara, what you do is you uh, take a sharp instrument and you like uh, engrave into the document like the outline of their names. 
right, the letters, and then and then the witnesses come along and they fill in the uh, they fill in the holes, they fill in the uh, the, 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 the cracks. So you make it easier for them to to sign their name, right? Tosfot has a different interpretation. Tosfot says that uh, it's like you create a, a stencil for them. Where they're able now, just to, you know, like they put it over the, the document and they're able to to color it over it, and therefore the the, the, the folds will create the letters. But either way, the, you're having a uh, and, and the Gemara is holding that that's considered a legal uh, legal way of uh, signing a document. So the Gemara says like this: Rashbag, I'm not Rashbag, but Rashbag says no. Not so simple. Bamed avadim amurim b'kitein nashim, avad shichrule avadim ushar kol ashtarot. If they're not a read and write Hotmim, the Imlav in Hotmim, which is a bunch of Gabriel comes along and says that there's a difference over here between Gitin Hashim and Shehrure Abadim. Why don't we get to let him over here get involved with this business of the stencil or the, the, the filling in the uh, thing with the ink? That's why a get for a lady. However, for Shehrure Abadim, it's not going to work. Oh, so we see now, Kotar Ashbag, at least, there's a haluk between Gitin Hashim and Shi'rure Abadim. That Tanakama in this bride did not make that haluk. Tanakama said, What? Oh, all the Shtarot are the, are the same. Oh, so now we understand why the Bimi'ir had to come along and say four, four similarities and not five. Because if he, if he didn't say it, I would have said that they're similar also. Legabe filling in the uh, the ink. And they're not a kotelashbag. They're different. Now, in this bright, that is a strange language that was said here. If the witnesses know how to read and write. Now, who, who talked about reading? Our discussion over here was writing. Where did the bright that throw in if they had to read? Reading was not an issue. Which if you read the language of the bright that said what? Who's talking about reading? So the mentioned reading over Period. Another case. Besides the fact that they have to suddenly, I don't know what they're signing. So the Adush of is, if they don't know how to read, let somebody read the, 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 the document to them, and they hear it, so that's considered uh, okay. The Chotmim, and they sign. If they don't know how to sign, so they make Mekareya. Either they, 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 they scrape it out, or they make a stencil, and they let them uh, write. Okay. <coughs> Good. <clears throat> comes the Gibran continues. Which means you have no, no more cases, no more similarities. Lecture mode on. Which means the law says if a guy comes along and appoints a shaliyah. Give the gear to his wife. Right? Before the Shaliyah got there, the husband died. You cannot give a get after death. Nor can you free the slave after death. So that is a similar similarity. Look at Rashi. Lo yitnu la harmita. 
incidentally, uh, let me just go back for a second uh, before I go further. I didn't explain to you why, according to Rabban Shemom and Gamliel, why was he lenient by Giten Nashim to rely on this, uh, you know, helping the witnesses sign their name and not by Sheikh Nuri Abadim. So that she just points out because of the Yan of Aguna. We want the lady to be free. Or let's say he gives another case. Let's say a guy is dying. He doesn't want his wife to fall to Yibum. So if he wants to divorce her before he dies. So they will be lenient for them to even uh, fill in the blanks with this type of thing. But not by Shalom. That was the Hanuk between Gitena Shim and Shalom, according to Rashban. Now we discuss another case. Guy puts go give the gift to his wife, and the interim he dies. Look at Ashim. Even though according to the rabbis, we say it's a zechut for a guy to get free, you can give a zechut, you know, for a person, even if he's not a fan. Which means, in that standpoint, once the person receives the, the shaliyah that receives it, it's a zechut, according to the rabbis, that he came back out. However, which means the shaliyah kabbalah. Let's say the lady sends the shaliyah to receive the get. Okay, she doesn't even send the shaliyah. The shaliyah is sent. Rabbi say that shaliyah when he's zochein the get is zechut for the lady. But what the lady is not divorced. Until she gets it. Very important point here. Even though it's a zechut for the lady, but she's got to get it. Nafkamina, but the husband cannot back out at this point. Understand which means? He sends the get with a shabiyah, right? Now, what the shah is over here, so since it's a zechut for the lady to get this document finished, the husband cannot say, I changed my mind. Because zechut fa, it's like already, it's by her. But she actually has to get it for the divorce to be how? Now, the rabbis agree that until she gets it, she's not divorced. If, if the guy dies, if the husband dies in the interim, no get. Even though it was zechut for her to get the item. Which means, it's not that she's divorced immediately. Understand that point? Let's read that in Nashi again. Lo yitru hamita. The shaliyah is bringing the gift. That's not the second shaliyah. Any, any, any person, the husband can tell the shaliyah, he's okay for the lady. His shaliyah, he's okay for the lady. It doesn't have to be her. She, she didn't appoint nobody. That's why it's shaliyah b'fanav. Look at Rashi. Rabbis agree. You know why? Go with the logic. Once already he dies, let's say about an Avid case. What happens to the Avid once the owner dies? The Avid goes to the Yoshin. Now it's, it's, it's not in his shoot anymore to free the Avid. Now the, an Avid is like real estate. And therefore the Avid goes down to the Yoshin. So once the guy dies, the get is not going to be effective anymore. Good. Now, and that's a similar thing by a lady as well. Once he dies, he has no rights to give a... No, she's free uh, without that. But, no, she's free without that. So comes the Gemara and says, Tenu Well, let's say another case. Take this money, give it to so-and-so. Umet. And then he dies. In that case over there, the money is 
uh, is given. Why? Look at Ashi. Truman and the pony. The devresh chiv mera. Somebody, a guy was on his deathbed. Right? A guy, how do I know it's talking about a guy on his deathbed? Because normally when a guy says give something, giving him is nothing, you have to write a shtar. The only time we say verbal is okay, when the guy's on his deathbed, we let a verbal declaration be accepted. So the guy's on his deathbed, what does he say? Give this money to so-and-so. So that she says, When a shkimra is something, not only do we consider it as if it's written, but we consider it as if it's delivered. If the Shekhimah is going to be nervous that they're not going to fulfill his words, the guy's going to go crazy. So we want to make the guy very calm. Give this guy a thousand dollars. It's done. It's as if he has the thousand. That means even after he dies, your shim don't kick in here. The money was considered already delivered. So why didn't you count that case? Bottom line, you see Gitin and Gitin Hashim and Chalim are similar in the sense that after death, it's uh, not uh, fulfilled. Comes the Gibran says, good question. Kiketani miltad deletad bishtarot. Miltad di ite bishtarot loketani. We're only discussing items that are exclusive to Gitin Hashim and Shechore Avadim. We're not comparing things that are similar to each other and similar to other shtarot. Because even by other shtarot, besides Gitin Hashim Shechore Avadim, the law applies that after death, the thing doesn't apply. So therefore we're only comparing similarities of themselves, not things that are similar to themselves and other shtarot as well. How do we know it's similar to other shtarot? Give it like that a story. The Shalach Ravin Meshemed Ravavu. He said, Have Yad'in. He sent the Golan Bavir, the name of the Ben Kadosh. Shimera. Shamar Kidvu Utnu Mane Liploni. My Shimera said, Write it and give it to such and such a guy. Umet and Kodvim Vinotnim. In this case over there, you don't write it and you don't give it. Shemelo Gabar Naknoto Ela Bishtar. The Enstala Harmita. When the Shibera said, write it, he didn't have to say write it. Shibera, the lawyers, he could just say, give it. From the fact that he said, write it, sounds like God, he wanted it to be affected with a, a star. If he dies in the interim, the money goes to the Yorshim. Does not go to the one he wanted. Why? Because we have a rule. In la harmita. So what do you see? That the law of Giten Hashim, as well as regular shtarot of monetary, do not apply after that, that's why we did not bring that similarity. Good? Good. He continued. Comes Gibbon and asks another question. Da'ika lishma. Oh, strong question. Another similarity. Get has to be written lishma. And the Sheikh Ravid must be written lishma. How can we listen to me in that case? Both have to be real Lishma. So it comes again what Ron says. Bishlama le Rabbah. mevi. According to Rabbah, we, we, we said it. This Hiluk was already written. Where? That Hiluk, this similarity was already said in the Mishnah. What did it say in the Mishnah? Go back to our Mishnah that we just read on Ahmud Yishon. The Mishnah said, "Echad giten nashim vechad shechorei avadim shavu lemolichu nevi." What does that mean? That they're similar to the molichu nevi. That what? 
just like a person brings a gift from Medinat Yamat Tzadik in order to alleviate the lishma, so too a guy brings a shecharurei abadim from Medinat Yamat has to say what the fanatikah. So therefore, the lishma thing was written in the Memushi Zabas. Says we we counted that, which that already is uh, is listed. Look at that she. Vayikal lishma. Deshavu kiten hashiv shalom avodim bishtav al rabba. Very good. Let's explain it like this. One of the similarities between a get of a lady and a shikhrura of Adim is what? They both have to be written in the Shema. So that has to be mentioned somewhere. Right? You got to mention it. They both have to be written in the Shema. So Rabah is no problem. It was mentioned. <coughs> Where was it mentioned? In the Mishnah. When the Mishnah said that the Shavit, the Gabet Morikum Mevi, what's the reason why Morikum Mevi have to say the Fanat of Fanat Nechtam? Well, at least uh, bringing it from Hostaris to Eretz Yisrael, the reason is because of the Shema. So therefore, the Shema is mentioned. Just like when you bring a get from Hostaris, get Nashim, you have to say the Fanat Nechtam for the Shema. So to Shachar Ravadim, you have to say for the Shema. Beautiful. But according to Rava, Rava, he held that what? The reason why you see the is for a technical reason of Edim Where do you see Rava talk about the similarity that both have to be written in the Shema? Furthermore, Vitu, furthermore, Ben the Rava, Ben the Rava, Haika Mechubar. New question now. Go to both rabbis. Both a get nashim and both a shachrurei abadim cannot be written on something that is attached. Remember, we learned this whole sugya. The Shura says vechatav veratan. So, what did we learn from vechatav veratan? That there's not allowed to be any maaseh between the ketiva and the netina. It's look exactly what it's going to be. But the point is, let's say you wrote, let's say if you're going on the hatimot. So, let's say you wrote the shtar b'mechobar. Okay. And then you, uh, you, and then you signed it, okay. And then you cut it, no good, because there's a there's a separation between the hatimot and the actual giving, which is there's laws that restrict both a get nashim and a shalavadim to be written on something that is mechubar. How can we that? As she says, like a mechubar, the pasul betarvayu dichtiv dechatav natan. Now we know Sharu from Lala. So comes the Gemara and says the answer. We're only discussing similarities that are pasul on the rabbinic level. But we're not discussing Pisulim on the Deoraita level. Nishma is a Deoraita item. We don't got to talk about that. Mechubar is a Psul on the Deoraita level. We don't got to discuss it. All the similarities that were discussed are rabbinic items. Also, come to Gabbana and ask the obvious question. I'll just read that sheet for a second. So now you can ask a question. If it's Pesulet and Abbanan, so what did the Mishnah say? Mordichu Mevi. Obviously, Mordichu Mevi is not coming to tell me the Deen Nishma. Because Nishma, you don't got to tell me that similarity. So what's Mordichu Mevi for? So that she says, Pesulet and Abbanan, Mordichu Mevi, Rabbananu de'etzlichu lememar b'fanai nechtav. Okay, that's Mordichu Mevi. The rabbis made you say b'fanai nechtav. Okay, good. That's right. 
which is Bifanayim Nechtav is a rabbinic item. Who made you say Bifanayim? I mean, normally we say what? A star is, should be believed. So the, the Malik Mavi is a rabbinic uh, number. Ed Kuti Pasul Medrabanan Bishtar Shtarot and Ed Kuti that we said in other Shtarot is Pasul that's also Medrabanan Da'azikinu Stamayu because when we had the Azakan that uh, they should be okay. Uh, which means all the psulim that we discussed tonight with the banana. Let's review the items. Okay? That applies to Gitin Good. What else? Kuti. The Doraita Kuti should be Kashir is a conference. What else? Oh, Arkaot. That is a problem. Because we have a law that says that Vichatav Benatan teaches me anybody that's in the Perashat giving a get can write a get. But a goy cannot write a get. That psul is a psul de oraita. So therefore, when you told me that what? That by all starot, if a goy signs, it's okay in the arkaot of goyim. But by gitim and shekhrurei avadim, if a goy signs on it, is pasul. That's a pasul deoraita. I thought you are not listening to the deoraita. <coughs> Understand the question of the Gemara. Which means, let's just review it. The Gemara gave three similarities or four similarities, whatever the similarities were. Right? Want to review them? Let's review them. Similarity number one between Gitim and uh, Shaurya Vadim is that what? If you have a Kuti that's uh, signed on uh, either one of them over it, we're going to be lenient to say that it is Kashir. What are, what are similarities we have? Similarity number two, if they were signed in a court of Guim, it is going to be Pasul. Similarity number three is what? That Moriko Mevi. You have to say Befanai Nechtav. The Bimeir added even a a fourth one over here that both are uh, considered a hov, right? Both are considered a hov, and therefore, when the Shaliyah gets it, it's not an automatic, which means the Baal can still retract, right? Because it's considered a hov. Beautiful. Now let's analyze all the cases. The case of is that a rabbinic or a deoraita? Rabbinic. Good. So The case of Kuti. Kuti is again emet. Let's say Kodro's opinions. Shtar should be kasher. Rabbis came along and said it's kasher by Sheikh but not for other shtarot. That's a rabbinic law. Beautiful. Okay, even the law of Rabbi uh, Meir, uh, um, of, uh, of this uh, Zakhin and over here, we have to see exactly how that fits in, if it's a Doraita or not. But Arkaot, that you tell me if a goy signs on a star of a git, what's the psul? Psul Doraita. Why? Because the law is whoever cannot give a git, it's not the Parashat giving it, cannot write a git. Ah, you just told me that you're listing what? Only Rabbah. That's why you didn't list, list Mehubar, by the way. Because Mehubar is a Doraita. That's why you didn't list me Lishma. Because Lishma is a Doraita. Oh, so what are you talking about? So comes again, but I ask the question. Don't give us the answers. 
period. According to the Bila Azar, that's analyzed. What makes the get? Do you need signatures to sign a star of a get? According to the Bila Azar, no. What makes the get? The witnesses that watch the get being given over. Good. So technically, Medeolaita, you have Goyim signed on the get. Okay. You don't even need them. But you know what Abil Azar says? Midrabanan, that get is pasul. You know why? Because that's similar to a case of a get that's mizuyaf metucho. What does mizuyaf metucho mean? The Bil Azar says like this basically it's better to have nothing than to have something that's wrong. Meaning, let's say you have two brothers signed the get. Well, you could argue, I don't know, two brothers are uh, pasul, right? Cannot be related. But you don't, you don't even need them. But you know what? Once you're going to start with two brothers, uh, that's already mizuyat mitucho. So Rabbi Al-Azhar was concerned that what? If you allow these two brothers in the get, you know what's going to end up happening? You might rely on these two witnesses that the get should be given in front of them. Now, now you have a problem, by the way. Because the get's given in front of these two guys. It's pasul, right? So therefore, anything that's pasul in the get itself, it's asur midrabaran. Oh, similarly... If you're going to let the Goyim sign the star, Medoraita Kashir. Medrabanan, however, Pasu. Why? Because you might come to rely on the Psulim to make the get. So therefore, oh, back to our case. It is a Drabanan situation. Which means, according to the so that Arka'ot law is Rabil Azar. Now you understand a little better. Why, when we go back to the top line, right? Which means, according to Rabbi uh, Meir, technically, this case over here is not a uh, is not a case. Technically, so according to him, it's going to be pasul midoraita. Understand? Which means only according to the Bila Azad is this case uh, qualifying. Now, if you're going to hold like the Bimi'ir, in the Khamameh you have uh, this case over here, plus you have uh, the case of uh, the Bimi'ir that he quoted with the Ganyan of the uh, Zakhim. So therefore, according to that, some will say, Ukhra Bimi'ir Barba'ah. Which means, if you follow the Bi Il Azar, like in this case of Al Kaot, so you, you have that case in, uh, over there. But if you have the B, if you follow the Bi Mir, that case is knocked out, but you're not counting the Uraita, and you're going to count a case of Zakhir Nifana. Look at that sheet now. Look at that sheet for a second. We'll go to Tosafot. Ba'adim Sira. Matnitin. Which means when it was means that the get has to be written. But you don't have to sign it. You don't need signatures at all. You have to say, it was written in a Goy court. Right? Who wrote the star? The star has to be written by Jews. Because even according to Rabbi Al-Azhar, 
So the star was written by Jews, by the Sofer, whatever it is over there. That if the Goyim signed it, Even though you have a Demisirah, Either you rely on them without even Adem Mesira, the Hiyakshar Lohat Not sure if you were outside what's being said over here. We have a case. We have a case over here. A get was written in a betin of Goim. Why no good? <laughs> oh, so the reason why it's no good according to Bir Azar is not because they wrote the get. If they wrote the get, that's Pasuma de Oraita according to Bir Azar. Because the Torah says Bechadar. <laughs> and he learns Kitiba is going to be by Jews. So you have to say the case of Torah, a Sofer Israel wrote the get. Beautiful. Then what happened? They had two Goyim sign it. Again, Midoraita. Kashir, you don't need those guys. Just as long as you give it over in front of two Jews. Oh, we're looking for this exact case. Why? Gezerah, you might come to rely on these two guys, just like we don't let two brothers sign again, things like that. Which is that which the Bil Hazar said you don't need. That's when you don't have anything. But it's it's worse when you have wrong people that are signed in the start. Oh, so that's the case of the Rabbanan. Now let's go to the Tosafot. Look at the Tosafot. Ah, Ba'adim Misra, Ba'adim Tosafot. Ba'adim Misra, Ba'adim Azari. Yeah? Afagav, Dekhtani, Ukhtrabi Meir, Ukhtrabi Meir Ba'arba'ah. Really, it's not Arba'ah, so it's three. Because you minus the Arka'ot one and you plug it is. Haki Kamar. Leman de Savar, Kirabi Meir, Ba'arba'ah. Which means, not, not to be near himself. If you hold like the Bimil the Gabedis Zakhin business, and you hold like the Bil Azar the Gabedi Adem Misira business, you're going to have four. But in the Kanami, Adibat the Bimil, you only have three. Bukhti the Bimil, according to the Rabbi that holds like the Bimil by Zakhin Adam Shalom Fanab, is it a Zakut or not? So there you got to plug in another similar. They're both considered a Hov. Right or wrong? Hov? And he's going to hold like the Bil Azar by Adem Sida. So you have four. That's Kabbalah Shas Nami. Ela the Bil Meir Minyanal Mutemai Leman the Sarah Kabbalah Meir Kamar. Later on, the Kabbalah said, according to the Bil Meir, what do you need a Minyan for? See, it's not really the Bil Meir. You have to say according to the one that held like the Bil Meir. What do you need four for? I'm explaining this outside clear to you. We have three similarities. The third similarity is Arkaot. That's only a similarity, Alibad Rabbi Al Azar, because it's a rabbinic similarity. According to Bimi'ir, it's a Doraita similarity. Because he holds you have to have a dim sign in the star. You have to have witnesses star. So if a goy signs a, a get, it's Pasuba Doraita. It is a similarity, by the way. It's going to be pursued by against me, pursued by Shachrul Abadim. But we don't want the Oraita similar. Because if you discuss the Oraita, you shouldn't discuss Mehubar. You shouldn't discuss Nishma. So that's a similarity, but we're not including similarities of the Oraita nature. Good? Alibadabi Azar, gorgeous. That's the Gemara says. And according to the Bimi'ir, you have four. It's not so. Now, let's discuss the, the, the fourth one, just to remind ourselves. The Bimi'ir was the one that said, it's a Chov to get divorced, it's a hov to get freed. Okay? 
And therefore, what was his similarity? His similarity was that when the guy gives the get to the to the shaliyah, he could still back out. Because it's not a zikhut for the lady to get this document, so he has rights to back out until she actually gets it. Similarly to Shomer Abadim. Good? Now, according to the Bimeir, it says, Ukhrimi Barbaa. It's not Arbaa. Sure, you hated that case. But you, you, you got to take out the Arkaot case, because Arkaot case is a Doraita, not discussing Doraita cases. So Tosfot says, you're right. When it says, Ukhra Bimeir, it doesn't mean the Bimeir himself. It means, and according to the rabbi that agrees with the Bimeir, by the Sibrav Hazin, so it'll be four. Because if, you, if, if I'm not the Bimeir, so I can take the Bimeir in this case, I can take the Bimeir Azar, in that case. So you're right. The rabbi that's subscribing to the Bimeir by Hazin, and he can subscribe to the Bimeir Hazar, they're going to take the Bimeir all over Shaz, because he'll be where he wants to. She has four cases. And now which the Gibra said later on, Minyana did a bimeir. Lamali means Minyana, according to the rabbi that was like a bimeir, what do you need it for? Baruch Adwan Islam. Amen.